Ben. Welcome to episode number five of Pillow Fort Radio. I'm once again joined by my friends Aaron. Hi. Elena. And Chuck. Hey. Old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. Chucky Tater Sacks. Did you guys like that uh, clip we started off with? Oh, Elena, Jesus. Apparently she was not a fan of Rudy Ray Moore. Of course, that was Rudy Ray Moore as Dolomite. And uh, me and Aaron were having this conversation. He has apparently never heard of Dolomite. What never a sad boy. I, I was shocked and appalled. Really Isn't haven't it? heard of it. Never. I had no clue. And I was, as I was going on to explain, Aaron, in the 70s, there was a genre of films. I knew this. Called, the entire genre. Called, uh, like, called Black exploitation films spit it out which included shut up which included such classics as shaft and superfly and foxy brown and the like uh, elena calm elena. down jeez but there was one that was more black exploitationy than the rest and that was dolomite starring rudy ray moore it was so awful it's the greatest thing you've ever seen and you can't call it racist because black people did it well it's it's not racist <laughs> It's like slavery. <laughs> you can't call slavery racist. They did it. What is it? How does that even mean? line up? Oh, because you know the because argument, they did it. The argument. That, oh yeah, the yeah. argument they were putting on Facebook that. Uh, well, they were the first slave. Oh, fucking idiots. Those, yeah, those people. Anyway, let's not get up on the soapbox. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Let's talk about Dolomite. Okay. Sorry. Um, no, I, I remember seeing it for the first time. Uh, my buddy uh, met. Vincent Met Riley, who is a uh, a good buddy of mine, uh, was hanging. We were hanging out drinking one day, and uh, <laughs> and he he brought Dolomite asked you a question. As indeed, yes, bitch, I am for real. <laughs> he asked me if I'd ever seen Dolomite. I said no, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. He threw it in, and it is the greatest thing I think I've ever seen. It is so bad. There are like mic booms coming like into focus above and below. There's, you know, I think everybody who got an acting gig on that movie was related to someone in, involved in the production. Somehow. Of course, yeah. Because there's nobody. Are you insinuating that all black people are related? <laughs> no, I'm insinuating that all <laughs> that all actors in that movie knew somebody who <laughs> threw some money at it. Because the act, the black, the black folks were the only bad actors. I mean, even the white, the white folks were bad actors as well. It was just bad all around. If you ever get a chance, do yourself a favor. Or there's another series unrelated to that called 
Petey Wheatstraw, the devil's son in law. <laughs> which is. <laughs> Also which, never heard of. Which is even better. At one point, he's fighting some devils that are in Lycra costumes with, like, glowed-on horns on their heads. It is the most horrible, awful thing that you can ever possibly imagine, and it's great. What was it called again? <laughs> which one? The, fir- the P.D. Ray. P.D. We- P.D. Wheatstraw, the devil's son of law. My God. <laughs> I'm trying to find names of Dolomite movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's uh, the Human Tornado, which is the sequel to Dolomite. Yeah, there's Dolomite, which uh, was in 1975. Mm-hmm. Oh, he came back in 2002. He did the Insane Clown Posse did something. Well, no, uh, the Dolomite Explosion. Uh oh, I haven't. And seen yes, that he one. was in. Um, he was in Big Money movie? Hustlers. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> there's I think the, he died of diabetes. The Legend of Dolomite in 1994. Oh. Shaolin Dolomite in 1999. Well, holy shit. Yeah. I've been severe. He hasn't taken any time off. <laughs> Except now he's mm. sadly deceased. So Rest in peace, Rudy Ray Moore. You were talking about uh, bad acting earlier. I just, uh, you, you talked about the, uh, the film American Sniper on the last episode. Yes, I did. I took the uh, opportunity on Memorial Day to watch it. And boy, was it a gigantic piece of shit. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding you. It was bad. It was not bad in any way. It was terrible. It looked, the acting was as bad as Nicolas Cage's version of Left Behind. Along with you take that back, sir. The CGI, it was all really bad. No, I I see, I I don't see that. You know, and I'm, as I've mentioned before, and as we've talked about before, I'm severely. Severely against anything jingoism, you know. I cannot stand that's, that. That's shit. not even why I liked it or disliked it. No, I know, but I'm just saying. You're saying you disliked it because you thought the acting was bad. Acting, the the effects, the fake baby, I, fake baby, the fake baby. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the fake baby on YouTube. Oh god. Well, I no, I didn't even. I don't know, man. I I thought it was excellent, Clint Eastwood. I thought he did a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it looked like a student film. Have to agree to disagree on that one. No, I refuse. <laughs> we will watch it right now. <laughs> Are we doing the Pillow Fort? Where's the Pillow Fort movie screen? <laughs> We're going to settle this one. <laughs> what does the crowd think? What does the crowd think? I, um, Elena, weigh in on this one. American Sniper, come on. I mean, that's a decent point. That was, yeah, I mean, I know I might be picking it apart at a different level yeah, than most people. Exactly. The story was fine, but just. The effects were bad, and when he finally got that one sniper, uh, yeah, it was a great scene. And uh, he looks over to his buddy, and his buddy's like, "You did it, legend." I just wanted a fucking Mentos fucking <laughs> logo to come across okay. the screen. <laughs> Fair it enough. Was, okay, it I'll was grant bad. You that I'll grant you that, <laughs> Elena. Jesus, just calm down. Okay, um, there is something that's in the movie vein that's uh, severely disturbing me at the moment. All the remakes? No, not the remakes. The fact that there seems to be such a disparity between people's opinions of this upcoming, or if it's it's out yet, I don't know, called Aloha, directed by Cameron Crowe. Yeah, I I know very little about it. I love Cameron Crowe. And for all of you who aren't cool film people, wink, wink. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Fuck. Cameron (laughs) Crowe. I 
know Elena. Ow, Elena. <laughs> Shit. We've talked to him about it, but he just won't stop. Okay. Who, <laughs> all those people who aren't into the moving pictures. No, uh, Cameron Crowe, let's go down the list. Uh, say anything. Great film. Um, singles. Mm-hmm. Awesome film. Had uh, Eddie Vedder in it. Yes, it did. And Stone Gossard and the yeah. rest. Um, let's Pearl see. Jam 20. Yes, Everybody. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That was great. Um, what else has he done? Uh, Let me get, find a list on this here device. Oh, he wrote he wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Did you know a paperback copy of that on uh, Amazon is going for like $66? Jesus Christ. A, a hardback copy is like 250 My God. Let's look at the directing. He wrote, there's a new one called Beautiful Boy, which is just rumored right now. Aloha, yes. Roadies, Pearl Jam 20, mm-hmm. The Union. Oh, it's an El- that's an Elton John movie. We Bought a Zoo. Did he direct that? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Elizabethtown, Vanilla Sky, Almost Famous, an Allison Chains video, Jerry Maguire, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers playback. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Singles say anything. Yeah. So uh, solid, solid work, you know. And plus, you know, with Say Anything, you've got, hell, one of the greatest, it's, it is an epic, iconic teenage film of yeah. the 80s, you know what I mean? So it's... It's right up there with The Breakfast Club and... Yeah, definitely. Uh, all those other ones. I will say, <laughs> speak, we'll sidebar The Breakfast Club. Did, have you ever sat down and thought, and, and really went back and watched, and it's a great movie. It used to, I remember, it used to come on all the time, and... Have you ever just realized how great the acting is on that? It's yeah. a it's a movie that takes place in one room, and so, it's only between what five people? Yeah. Well, there's Ali Sheedy, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, Emilio Estevez, uh, Anthony Michael Hall, and who got who? Plays? Molly Ringwald. Did you Molly, say Molly Ringwald? I say, did I say Molly Ringwald? <laughs> I, I think you did. did. Um, and I can't remember the guy who plays John Vernon. I think no, the principal. No, the, the principal. Is that is that? I don't know. No, John Vernon is the guy from uh, from uh, Animal House. But um, yeah, right. Yeah. That's who it was, right? No, 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 no. That's Dean Wormer. Dean Wormer is from Animal House. But anyway, and the janitor. So it's seven, right? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. The janitor was the janitor cool was also in Weird Science. Played a uh, Weird Science. Played, played a Mexican pimp. It's pretty pretty cool. Called him Malacas. I don't even know what the Paul fuck Gleason, that uh, Richard Paul Vernon. Paul Gleason, that's the one. Yeah. Paul Paul Gleason played Richard Vernon. Mm-hmm. Anthony Michael Hall, Judd Nelson, John Capellos. Yeah. Did anybody ever uh, try to pause that part in Weird Science where the the hurricane comes through and the chick's playing the piano and her she hangs onto the piano and her clothes fly off of her? Oh yeah. You like you try to pause it? it? Didn't. <laughs> that's a, that makes me think of scrambled porn. Oh, it was the best <laughs> scrambled porn. If you could get it to lock onto that one where you could see like Is a that, boob. Oh lord, <laughs> yeah, it was on. Yeah, thirteen-year-old me was off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> but also speaking of the eighties, I, w- I want to throw this out there. Um, this is uh, I-, I will be addressing an open letter to Diane Franklin every week to be on Pillow Four Radio. Radio. Who is Diane Franklin? Diane Franklin is uh, an 80s icon. She was in uh, a classic uh, Savage Steve Holland film called Better Off Dead, starring one John Cusack. Oh, yeah, great movie. Yeah, she played the uh, French chick, the French foreign exchange chick. 
and um, she has got an, now an open invite to the Pillow Fort Radio. Uh, so, uh, Diane Holland? Diane Franklin. Right so, Diane Franklin, um, if you hear this, Chuck wants you to know. Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy, but here's my number, so call me maybe. Maybe call him, maybe don't. Uh, somebody's actually beat me to that punch, because there's a whole documentary by a guy that's called My Dinner with Diane Franklin. And the guy is a, he's he's a independent filmmaker. And he, you know, he does fairly well for himself, you know. And um, he was just, as we all are, fascinated by her for some reason. You know, it, it, she's not the most beautiful woman. I'm gonna have to do a Google. I'm sure, I remember her. I just don't remember her right she's now. She's very good looking now. Yeah, she actually is better looking now than she was when she was younger. Very you good know? looking now. Um, but he did a a documentary where he he actually asked her out on a date, and she goes. And oh, apparently yeah, she's a smoke show. Let me see that picture you're looking at. <laughs> see if it's the, an old one or a new oh, one. Gonna, she actually has a. It's going to get dirty up in here. Yep. Charles, yep, you are she actively is. masturbating <laughs> right now. No, I'm not. Everyone, you remember, you must ask permission <laughs> if you're going to masturbate. We're surrounded by pillows. It's not like <laughs> it's going to make you can s- wipe it off anywhere. <laughs> That's right. Gross. What does Elena think of uh, Diane Franklin? Oh, a little intimidated. A little intimidated. Yeah, she is big. quite a beauty. She is. She's got that whole curly hair thing going on. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like curly hair. Yeah. I like straight hair. I like straight hair. I just too. like a girl that'll talk to me or even pay attention or even like a post on Facebook. Maybe uh, politely say no whenever I ask for their number instead of spitting at me and calling me the devil's cock. The devil's cock? Yes, That's the devil's cock. That's a good one. Not since grade school have I been talked to like that by a woman. <laughs> by a nun, right? I don't know. It was, uh, it was close. It was like uh, the volunteer parents at the school I went to, the Boomer Christian Academy, where they don't have uh, teachers. The Boomer Christian Academy. The Boomer the. Christian Academy. This episode is brought to you by right. the Boomer Christian Academy. We've got a whole Would you like your kids not to learn stuff? Come to Boomer Christian Academy. Because they won't. Mom, why does two plus two equal four? Jesus! Can can you work that on, on the paper? I mean, I want to see how you got to that. Yeah, it's uh, J-E-S-U-S. Okay. Oh, well, there we go. All righty. The earth was created in seven days by God. <laughs> I was actually, uh, I, I was given after school detention nearly every day when I went there, and I was seven because I wasn't completing my work, or, I, or they had things called rechecks. They had these books that you uh, that taught you, and you would have to score called, them yourself. Score them yourself, and if you got more than one wrong on each on each thing, you had to go back and do it again, find the right answer or whatever. And but if you had to do that twice in one day, you got after school detention. I'm a dummy. I need somebody to teach me. So every day I had after school detention. One time I was actually suspended because somebody flipped me off and told me, uh, said dirty words to me. I was suspended because I didn't tell on him. What is it telling? What what kind of, you know, and please, any of you out there who went to the Boomer Christian Academy or have fond feelings for it or whatever, this is not a direct attack, I suppose, but what does that teach you? 
Um, that snitching is that being a snitch. And it, it taught me that apparently snitches don't get stitches. <laughs> That's not the way to live life. Yeah, because snitches got to get stitches. Snitches must receive stitches. I mean, we've we've been told this. I mean, I've learned it. T- I watched Oz. I know how it goes. And orange is the new black. Yeah, which is just the female version of Oz. Oh, it's way different. It's way diff. Oh, totally different. Well. I've never what, actually watched it. In, in, have in, you seen Oz? I have not actually. the The main way that it's different is at least once an episode, you're going to see a dude fuck another dude in the ass, and one dude is not going to like it, and it's the dude taking it. Well, I don't think I'd be lining up for that show. I, I no, but it's honest. really good. It's a That's good a show. Well, I'm I sure watched it one is. one season of it. It's it's pretty pretty solid show. Well, I mean, just the well. And there's a lot of people that you know that's in it. Like, oh, that guy, that guy, that yeah. guy. Well, it's like, okay, uh, there's there's a topic to discuss. The, the, the subject of rape on the show. Oh, boy. And how you use it. Apparently. How you use it? How do you use rape, Chuck? As a good plot device. Leisure. <laughs> Elena. I'm sorry. My Lord. No, apparently on, the, on one of the new episodes of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Sansa was raped. On her wedding night by Ramsey Bolton or Ramsey Snow. That's when, not apparent. That's the thing that happened. Well, no, I'm saying show. I know that that's. You well, know, I mean, I mean, and that's not that didn't happen in the book. I, I, by the way, I'm a massive fan of the book. That did not happen in the book. But that's the. Ooh, li- I read. Mm. Mm. Look at me, <laughs> turning pages. <laughs> I know what a cunt, huh? Elena, eat eat your milk bone. Be quiet, <laughs> but. No, but everybody pooped their pampers. Everybody pooped their pampers and said that, you know, that Benny Off and, and Weiss are, are... I had to turn the mic down. She wouldn't shut up. <laughs> are just these awful guys who, you know, just get some kind of cheap kick out of watching this poor girl get raped and stuff. Like, you know, it's a plot device. It's mm-hmm. used to develop a character. Yeah. You know, and I could see how that's the same on Oz. You know, I was going to say I'm not watching that because of the rape. But if it develops a story, it's a story. This is not something that happened. But you're telling a story about people, and bad people are going to rape. Oh, they're going to do very bad things. Yes. So, as in, I mean, in every show, every piece of fiction, the bad guy always does something shitty. Yeah. What do they There's want? different levels what of What do they shitty? want? Him will wear a silk top hat and a cape and twirl his mustache and stand in the corner? <laughs> Look at me being all dastardly. <laughs> Dastardly and Butley. <laughs> I'm going to get you, Senza. <laughs> I'll get you, Ned Stark. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. They got him, too. They really did. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was uh, very disappointed. Few, very few were. The only guy whose name I knew in the entire cast. <laughs> Sean Bean. Gets moited. No, just no, just the fact. Just Ned Stark. I didn't Ned know Stark. The yeah, Sean Bean was. It took me forever to uh, realize. I mean, to understand and get everybody's name. Like you Still went don't off. Know anybody's name? You went off of me one the, the other one morning about the books and everything, and I knew maybe twenty percent of the names that you called off because I'm still learning the names. <laughs> well, you know, you have to understand that I have no life, mm. so I've used those books to. Simulate a life, you know. Aww. Aww. You're supposed you. to use masturbation, thank, sir. Thank you, Pillar Fort audience. 
They're really on your side for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. They're really digging them some Chucky Tater sacks. <laughs> and it's not because you bring them all baked potatoes. Hey. But loaded. Baked, yeah. Baked potatoes. Yeah. Well, loaded with bacon. None of that broccoli bullshit. I want broccoli in my fucking starch. <laughs> no fiber in my starch, sir. You know what? Don't make baked sweet potatoes either. Go fuck your mother if you bring me a baked sweet potato. You know what? If it's covered in marshmallows and cinnamon and butter, yes. I didn't ask for a dessert. I asked for a goddamn <laughs> potato. Ask for some fucking rice pilaf. <laughs> Don't fucking... Oh, Father, can I have some flan? <laughs> Punch that kid. <laughs> that kid doesn't need to exist. <laughs> if your kid ever asked to wear an ascot, kick the shit out of him. Bust his ass with the ascot. I guess the only reason I know what flan is is because of that movie <laughs> with... Uh, was it uh, Envy? Envy, yeah. That's Jack the only Black reason I know what uh, it is. Ben Stiller. Yeah. That was a funny fucking movie. Jack Black comes riding up on his big horse. <laughs> Good <Hair> morning! <laughs> <laughs> We're all about... This is, this, this is a movie episode. Well, let's get into movie the 90s episode. now. Let's go 10 years after y'all's time <laughs> and hit my time. <laughs> yep, yep. Mighty Ducks. Woo. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, you're thinking of DuckTales. It's way fucking better. <laughs> Mighty Ducks Mighty was Ducks awesome. Oh, bullshit. Great, nah, it had Emilio. <laughs> it was... You, you're saying that American Sniper was corny, and you can sit there with a straight face and tell me that Mighty Ducks wasn't fucking corny. Mighty Ducks was supposed to be <laughs> corny. <laughs> I guess that's all. I guess, I guess intent. There were a lot of fat kids in that show, in that movie that could ice skate. Yeah. So it gave me a little bit of hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you're from, dude. One day. I don't see a lot of ice skating rinks here in the old dub V. Oh, I there's, mean, there's a couple of, there was, used to be one by the Civic Center and. You never go down to I Shepherd's tried. Pond when it's nice and cold out and <laughs> put on your toboggan. We're, we're not in fucking Minnesota. <laughs> we're in West Virginia. It it does get cold here. Uh, last, past couple winter, fucking brutally so. Yeah, fucking global well, warming. Huh? Super- <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> global warming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been colder this winter past few. That means global warming don't happen. You see what this is? It's a snowball. Yeah, a senator <laughs> did that. A senator brought that onto the Senate floor. You fucking cunt. <laughs> You're a fucking cunt. He's the cunt of the week. I think we <laughs> ought to... We ought, He's the first annual, he's the first official cunt of the week. We I need, agree. We need music yeah. for that. Music for that. The audience is on our side. We enjoy it. What is Lane effect? Oh, well. That's a happy bark. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I agree with you guys. Yeah. Hmm. And she's angry at the guy. When did this start, Aaron? The whole, I want to be a dog thing. And, like, and also, let me also say, the... The barks that she's doing are spot on. Well, she, oh, you're welcome. It's something. It's something that she's practiced for about the last four years. I'm very surprised that you guys haven't noticed it. Well, I've, I, I've noticed, never noticed that she's been wearing heavier sweaters. Yeah, and but her hair, I gotta say, is it's got a glossy sheen. Well, every it's time she, every every time Dutch shaves Mackie, she's over here with. Kroger bags. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you, do you give her brewer's yeast? Is that why her coat's so shiny? No, I think you give Mackie brewer's oh, yeast, yeah. and that's why her coat's so shiny. And she eats his hair, or? No, she's fashioned. Oh, she weaves crude. She got, she got a weave. Sweaters. You got a weave. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I did not know that she knew how to weave. 
But I mean, well, crude. That's just mean. I think they're. I think they're quite fine, Elena. I think they're pretty good. Quite welcome. Here you go. Here you go, Elena. Here you go. See, every once in a while, she likes to eat from a hand. Yeah, there you go. Hey, could I have some of that? Get your hand ah, away from her. Ah. Did you get you? Uh, a little bit. Have get you had, used to it. Has she had her shots? Four or five. I don't know what all of them are. So, mm. better get on that high. You're. Uh, you're not going to get lockjaw, whatever shot that is. <laughs> get him his dip tet. So he didn't deserve. I think it's a tetanus <laughs> shot. <or>? No, I'm <laughs> saying that was a raising Arizona reference. You got to get him his dip tet high. I remember that? He's like getting nailed in the face that. by that Jello by that one kid. No, ma'am. <laughs> the, the fucking chase scene in that movie. Which one? I laughed so hard. Uh, where, where he's trying to get fucking diapers. <laughs> well, I maybe there's also the chase scene where Randall Tex Cobb is chasing him on his fucking motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty fucking awesome too. Remember when Nicolas Cage was good, you guys? Um, he's still yes, fantastic. briefly, but he was. In, you know, you know what the total deciding factor was for the destruction of his career. Conair, thank you. Thank really? you. Really? The, the sweeping oh, mullet. Goddamn awful. The worst fucking movie <laughs> I think I've ever seen. But that hair was on point though. But old dude, man, uh, creepy guy. Buscemi. Uh, Buscemi is still spot on. But he's great in everything he yeah, does. I, guess I mean, so you he can't is. you can't apply that. John Malkovich was great in it, great in it too. But it was so fucking terrible. I mean, here and you can tell what kind of person you are. If and be honest with yourself, look at look at yourself in the mirror and if you liked or said the line put the bunny back in the box <laughs> was the greatest thing ever. You're a fucking idiot and you need to own it. You guys want to do impressions of uh, Nicolas Cage ordering at the drive thru at McDonald's? Sure. Right, well, y'all two can. I'm, who wants I, to go first? Uh, yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. Hold on. Welcome to McDonald's. May I take your order, please? Uh, uh, put the burger in the box. Uh, what, uh, what kind of burger? We've got a lot of burgers here at McDonald's. Put the burger in the box! Would you like a McDouble? Would, would you like a McDouble? <laughs> sir, sir, just pull around. Just pull around. The, 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 the crying. <laughs> but hey, but hey, in his defense... Have you watched Kick-Ass? No. That movie is molded that movie's awesome, for his acting. You mean it's just got off on terrible and No, stilted? it's fantastic. It's a great movie. There's just enough cake. Yeah, there's just enough. Even like when he's burning alive. <laughs> and he's well, screaming like I just screamed. It's the best. <laughs> okay. It's wondrous. But I was going to say, okay, there's Nicolas Cage uh, when he was just coming up. Okay. And he was in some really good stuff. You know, Raising Arizona is a fucking classic. Great. But it's a yes. Coen Brothers movie. And I have suspect they cast him because he was such a terrible fucking actor. They're just like, we need this guy to be a fucking moron. Well, isn't he related to um, uh, fucking Francis Ford Coppola? Yes, but he changed his last name so he wouldn't get a leg up in the business. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but you know, you know for goddamn sure. <laughs> he was like, yeah, my name's Nicolas Cage. Actually, his uh, name... I'm related to uh, Francis Ford Coppola. So. You know... You know that his uh, name and he's in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes, he is briefly, and he's credited as Nicholas Coppola in that. Mm. And I watched that again the other night. What a fantastic fucking film! Um, 
film. The, Sorry. The Phoebe Cates scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, one. Even to this day, do you still jerk it? Dun, 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 And you're all... Don't come downstairs! <laughs> no, um, no, it was a great movie. And then he was in, uh, he was in, he took some chances. Like he was in something, uh, one called, uh, it was with Laura Dern. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. No, buddy, he um, wishes. Moonlighting. Something, wa- no, not something <laughs> moonlighting. <laughs> we all love moonlighting. Sha na na na. No, that's not me. That's fucking family ties. ties. I bet we've been together for a million years. (laughs) And I guess we'll be together for a million more. (laughs) On the night we kissed, and I finally found something I'm looking for. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? I don't even know what they do. And then they're painting. And then they're painting their picture. <laughs> that was always the awesome part. I'm pretty, paint, by, paint by numbers. You know, Alan Thicke wrote a lot of theme songs for TV shows in the '80s. You know that Alan Thicke is kind of a scumbag in real life. TV's Alan Thicke. Don't you say that? <laughs> I know that he uh, promotes teeth swabs on the talk radio <laughs> station. Teeth swabs. Teeth swabs. Yeah. I know Alan Thicke. Get your teeth swabs, dude. <laughs> This episode of Sean Hannity is brought to you by Pete Swabs. What? He's a fucking right-wing prick. Fuck him in the ears. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. My mom's a right-wing prick. Stephen Baldwin also does the same uh, teeth swab commercial. My favorite? Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery is also on there. Chuck Woolery's a right-wing guy, too. Oh, he's insane. You're fucking kidding me. But my favorite is his commercials for Australian Dream. What the those? fuck is that? It's, uh, it's that sounds like a veritable comic gold mine, sir. It's a salve that you um, <laughs> that you rub on yourself for arthritis, and he's like uh, Australian Dream doesn't burn, doesn't smell, isn't greasy, and it's f- I, I might I'm gonna try to find it because it's really funny. Uh, but, you know who else is a right wing uh, right wing kook? Ralph Nader. No, Ralph Nader is awesome. Um, Ralph Nader is so Victoria Jackson. Really? From yes, from Saturday Night Live. She's a fucking kook. She. Uh, I remember the one skit she did where she married a cop. Remember that? She was like on the Weekend Update. She married a cop and she did a whole song. I remember. I liked her on there. She. she one of her best skits was when she had extra fingers, and they had the uh, the fingers. Stuff that melted her fingers off. Aaron has no clue what we're. Yeah, doing I know the name. <laughs> I don't know a face at all. He's much and I don't younger. Know this he's kids. much younger, and he's. Yeah, yeah it's from like ninety two, ninety three. Yeah. yeah, see, I, I hit Will Ferrell. Here, here's yeah. our here's our boy Chuck Woolery doing an Australian Dream commercial. Good job. I don't know about you, but I don't <laughs> like taking pills for minor arthritis pain or using those patches. Thanks, Stephen. But I found something that really works. <laughs> Australian Stephen. Dream. Is that Stephen Baldwin? Burn isn't greasy, and it relieves my arthritis. It's melted and burned isn't greasy. Australian Dream has an empty jar guarantee. You use the entire jar. If you're not satisfied, return it for a full refund. Who the fuck didn't catch it on that, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> and it works because fucking Chuck Woolery's telling you about it. Well, he was back in two and two. <laughs> and you know what? It was always on time. I timed it. Bullshit. I timed really? it. Really? Now, would you like to go out with him again? We'll pay for it. You know, of the you, 
Of the game show hosts, I actually didn't dislike him that much. Wink Martindale. Wink was the fucking man. His reactions. Who was the match game guy? That's, uh, That's Merle Gene Rayburn. Gene Rayburn. Gene, I love that guy. If the 70s could be embodied in a TV show... Like it just its whole the breadth of the seventies <laughs> with its horrible everything everybody's smoking everybody's <laughs> hair's bad everybody's clothes are awful everybody's fucking everybody everybody's fucking everybody for some reason we have Richard Dawson as a fucking celebrity and, that it, uh, that is the fucking it's Family Feud right yeah Richard Dawson yeah, he's Richard. fucking making out with every yeah no right he's smoking a pipe throughout all of Match Game yes <laughs> and who's the uh, HR Puffin stuff guy. Um, the- <laughs> Oh, uh, fucking Rip Taylor? No, not Rip Taylor. The oh. Who's awesome, by the way. Um, is it uh, Charles Nelson Reynolds? Yeah, Nelson. Charles Nelson. Oh, my God. Wow. One of the funniest skits that didn't go anywhere is when Will Ferrell was playing um, playing the Inside the Actor's Studio guy. Oh, shit. And he had fucking Alec fuck? Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. This, <laughs> that was wondrous. <laughs> I mean, it was it fell apart because I think Alec Baldwin felt so stupid halfway through <laughs> that you could just tell. But Will Ferrell stayed in character. And he's just staring at him. I don't know that Will Ferrell ever broke. Maybe one time. Will Ferrell would not break character, but I tell you this. Thanks to watch uh, what's his hell, Fallon. Yeah, thanks to Fallon, he broke uh, in the uh, the lover sketch. Oh yeah, yeah, he broke in that one. Well, giggled. I was going to say, it, he doesn't break character, but one of the funniest things is when he goes off script. Yeah. Did you ever watch the the, the skit Space the Infinite Frontier with Harry Carey? When yeah. he's oh got my Jeff God. Goldblum on it's there? one of the best. It is the funniest fucking thing, because you could tell about midway through, Will Ferrell goes completely off fucking pitch. <laughs> it was the best. And then when Jeff Goldblum was looking around, <laughs> I think that the best line was, Doc! If you had a choice of being a top scientist in your field or having bad cow disease, which would it be? <laughs> and he was like, well, oh, like, good. Of course I'd, I'd choose to be the top scientist in my field. <laughs> good. I thought you were going to choose bad cow. <laughs> so dumb. I, know, I love I'm, it. Though. I'm a warrior. <laughs> That's why my friends call me Whiskers. <laughs> He went all. He, I think he he giggled pretty good one time. Uh, he was doing a sketch with um, Lazy Son, Chris Parnell, yeah, Molly Shannon, about how he lost their kid. <laughs> they they just gave birth to a baby, and they're like, "Well, where's the baby now?" Well, I got to be honest, I straight up lost it. And they were like, "What? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in Doctor Stephen Poop." To uh, explain to you everything, and then Tim Tim Meadows comes in, and he's like, "I'm Doctor Stephen Poop, and I can do the robot. Does the robot, and then <laughs> walks out." That's awesome. Tim Meadows, poor Tim Meadows, hard <laughs> worker Tim Meadows, uh, like he's uh, and a team player. Tim team Meadows. player Tim Meadows had, you know, but I love the fact that he owned it. Like they had a Steve Martin came on the show, and he was doing a, a comic, uh, like a musical number, and. Tim Meadows had his own part of the song. I'm not even in the show tonight. <laughs> well, he finally he finally caught um, some steam when he got Ladies Man. Yeah, the Ladies Man was good. I loved he, the Ladies Man. I guess he he wrote he wrote and created all of his characters that he played like his main 
his main sketches that he was the main main dude in. Yeah. But uh, that one finally caught fire, and it was fucking hilarious. It was, you know, and that's a shame with some of the people they have on the show that you can tell are the work, the, the leg men of the show. Uh, Phil Hartman was that guy for years, but Phil Hartman was fucking awesome. He had some of the greatest characters ever. He had um, Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer, oh, God. which is, <laughs> I'm but a simple caveman. I don't understand your, your earthly ways <laughs> yeah. now. But what I do understand is that drinking and driving doesn't deserve the death penalty. Your world frightens and upsets me. I have to go run to the hills in my Porsche or whatever. But (laughs) (laughs) that was fucking sad when he died. uh, Yeah, it was. It was he was funny in everything. Fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, oh, talk about a freak show that show was. I think they're bringing. I think they're they're making a new movie. They're making. I mean, movie, freak show in a good way. Yeah. I mean, it was. You know, Tim Burton directed the first Pee Wee's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Big, yeah, the Big and Adventure. And his fingerprints are all over it. It's fucking over the top and great. It's a great fucking movie. You know, this is officially the movie episode. We have been all over movies. I think Judd Apatow has something to do with his with the new Pee Wee. Apatow's great. You know the the clay animation cuts in yeah. that movie? Yeah. Like the eyeballs popping out. That shit used to scare the hell out of me. I think it scared kid. out of the hell out of all kids. <laughs> but my favorite thing is when he goes in that biker bar and <laughs> try to use the phone. What? What? <laughs> he looks around and shushes him. Shh. I'm trying to use the phone. <laughs> they like walk up on him. He's like, didn't you know this was the hideout of the Satan's helpers? Nope, nobody hit me to that, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so sorry. I guess I'll just be leaving now. Excuse me. Excuse me. Then he walks outside and knocks their bikes over. He starts crying. It's a shame that dude got caught jerking off in public, huh? Yeah, who the fuck cares? Wasn't he not in an adult Jerking off in a place where you're supposed to jerk off. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right. (laughs) You know, he claims to this day that he never did it. I don't believe it was. I read, I read that in uh, uh, Rolling Stone or something. You know, shit. and what Spin. am I? He was in Blow. Oh, he was like awesome. Derek for Blow. real Fantastic. and did a great fucking job. I mean, he does a good job in everything he's in. He's one of those people. He was in, uh, he played, he was in the fucking Cheech and Chong movies. Mm, he, like, he, was, he was the vampire that wouldn't die in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the only, not a the, only the only Buffy. part of that movie I remember is her training montage. We the, montage. the old man, montage. you know, in the overcoat, training her That's in the Donald gym. Donald Sutherland, sir. It was Donald, Donald Sutherland. Okay. Well, Kiefer's father. Honest to God, I don't know that I ever saw that movie other than the Pee Wee Herman it clip. Sucked. I never saw the show either. Uh, it sucked as well. Even worse because they tried to take it serious. Mm. This is actual. This is <laughs> actual drama. No, it's fucking stupid. What movie did Pee Wee play a waiter in? He did not play Citizen Kane. No, he uh, Dunstan checks in. No, it wasn't <laughs> Dunstan checks in. It's not the one I'm thinking. We, we, Citizen Kane. Five episodes in, and we finally got a Dunstan <laughs> checks in reference. I was wondering how long it would be. I mean, hey, that one's been in the holster, sir. <laughs> I like a movie with a chimp trying to get into a hotel. What? It's just crazy. Why would he want to stay in a hotel? He's a he's not a person. Every which way but loose had a, had a monkey in it. Yeah, and that was a Clint Eastwood. And uh, we talked about his downfall. <laughs> American Sniper. How you could not like that? 
What about Gran Torino? Did you like it? Gran Torino was awesome. Oh, okay, yes. of okay. We, we've reached some common ground here. I used to stack zipper heads like you 15 feet uh, or whatever the fuck he said. He was a rough motherfucker in that shit. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was also very fucking funny. Yeah, if, it if was. you knew at what parts to laugh at, yeah, and what parts were just not unacceptable to laugh at. I love the point where the the scene when he first walks into their house and they're all cooking and dancing and the music's playing and he's just like, "What <laughs> is going on? These people are happy. They shouldn't be happy. <laughs> Bunch of zips." No. But, but he also directed um, Jersey Boys. Is that bad? I have no fucking. I want to watch it. I've I, heard it. Was I love great. Frankie Vela in the Four Seasons. It's, uh, wow, really? yeah, it's, it's about Frankie Vela. Hey, don't I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like Frankie him too. Valley in the Four yeah, he's mob seasons. connected. Especially, I. By the way, I love Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Because to any Italian Americans, no, to any Italian Americans of the uh, mafia persuasion, I love Frankie Valley. So, you know. Joey Tater Sacks. Yeah. Chucky Tater Sacks. <laughs> Irish boy from West Virginia is not making fun of one of your, uh, one of your, I don't Who's know. The, is, or is Frankie Valley the one that sang Young Girl? No, that was Gary Puckett. Oh, Jesus. And the that's Union creepy. Gap. Young girl, get out of my heart. My love for you is way out of line. You better run, Bullshit. girl. That's not a real song. You're song. much too young, girl. Did he have a follow-up it was called Child Rapist? You could do whatever you wanted in the 70s. It was cool, bro. Everybody was doing lewds. <laughs> fucking. Uh, Drinking the dew off of morning glory. Yeah, fucking everybody was on acid, thumbing their buttholes. It was awesome, bro. Yeah, and then the old fucking West Virginia native Charlie Manson had to fuck everything up. Yes, by the way, everyone, Charles Manson is a West Virginia native. Stick that one in your fucking pipe. Active fact check. Was he in Moundsville or his mother was in Moundsville one? I know that there's a letter at the Moundsville prison that he wrote, I believe, his mother or something. Correct? Anybody? I, I think and I, I see him I looking think he that wanted, up. I'm I think pretty he wanted sure. to be transferred to Moundsville. I'm pretty sure he's a native West Virginian. By the way, have you been I to think Moundsville? He, I prison? think he was just in the penitentiary. Okay. Uh, whatever, for a little while. You know, every year he still gets uh, interviewed for parole. Yeah, and he's a fucking kook and can't nail it. He can't nail the interview. <laughs> Can you imagine him getting out and yeah. like, going for a job interview? <laughs> I'm Charlie Manson. Uh, you might have heard of me. Um, a lot of books written about me. Big Beatles fan. Charlie Manson. Um, well, what are you going to do here at the company, Charlie Manson? What do you think you bring to the table? Well, I tell you, I uh, I uh, convinced people to murder a uh, lot of people. The Beach Boys owe me money. Yeah, the, uh, the Beach You don't have Boys. any Tate's and LaBiancas who are working here, do you? Because they might, they might nix me getting into this company. Uh, Ooh, burn. The uh, Charles Bronson, the prisoner, I don't know his real name. Oh, uh, the, for the movie was made after Bronson? Yeah. There's a uh, full-on thing that's uh, trying to get him out of prison because he's never killed anybody. He's only fought prison guards. <laughs> and there's this full-on movement to get Charles Bronson, not the actor, the prisoner. Oh, the guy from uh, the Britain's Most Dangerous Man. Yeah, Bri- yeah. Who uh, who played him? Tom Hardy played Tom him? Tom Hardy. Have and you got watched big that? as fuck to play the role? It's an excellent movie. It's really fun. Tom Hardy's good in everything he's yeah, in. Yeah, he is. Fucking... Hey, Dark Knight Rises, if you don't like it, eat a dick. I thought it was I, fucking good. It was amazing. 
Uh, and then I heard some people, well, Bane was stupid, his voice was stupid. Well, I said, well, you've got a big stupid face. How do you think about that? <laughs> well, uh, Bane's first voice, you really couldn't understand anything he said. They actually, they had to change that up post-production. Well, but the fact is... Take control, Gotham. <laughs> was it that bad? No, it was worse than that. It was like... <laughs> yeah, it was real glitchy and shit. Yeah, you nah, hear fuck it. that. But, you know, Nolan has, other than producing that lump of shit Superman movie, um, go fuck yourself. You like Man of Steel. I like it. Why? Because I don't, I don't know. It's fucking fun. It's Superman. I love Superman. Let me like I, a I've fucking got, Superman movie, asshole. I've got movie, 11 asshole. Superman shirts hanging in my fucking closet 11, right he says. 11. Really? I have a Batman tattoo, and I only have like three Batman <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I will keep buying those shirts. I love the art, artistry of the shield. I really do. It's You can do anything with it, it and it's hope. really fucking cool. No, it's like, okay, I got one from uh, the backstory's Red Sun where he actually crashed in the Soviet Union instead of the United States. So instead of the S inside of the shield, it's a hammer and sickle. That's pretty dope. And like, that's pretty fucking awesome. So I got that shirt. And um, then there's one where it's Kingdom Come where it's like in the future and everybody's dead and his humanity has pretty much left him. And he's wearing a midnight blue suit with a red and black S. And it's really cool fucking, it's really cool looking too. But, you know, back to the movie, um, I just thought everybody was so underutilized, is, was my complaint with it. Not that it, was, not that it was bad, like as in awful. It wasn't awful. It was just not, it was not as great as the sum of its parts. Mm. I like, can see that. I can see that, but I still liked it and I had fun, so. Okay, fair enough. I mean, and the a fact. The beautiful ca- Superman. <laughs> that dude oh, my so God. Henry Cavill. That dude is fucking handsome as shit. <laughs> From neck to navel <laughs> hair. Mm. God. Just want to eat him up. What do you? I'm gay shit, you guys. Elena, what do you think about that neck to navel? She seems to be no, a no, fan. Do that again. Okay, not here. Not here. Not here. Oh, Jesus. Good Lord. God. Pull those pants up, lady. She was ready to go. I don't know how you got those pants over her haunches. What, don't make us break the water hose in. <laughs> she won't. Just, she just crashed behind her ear. She settles down there. Hmm. But I like the Superman movie. <laughs> it was good. Um, and the upcoming, I'm very excited about the Batman Superman movie. Oh my God. Looks really fucking good. Looks fucking dope. <clears throat> yeah, that, if, if any of you have not seen the trailer to it, uh, Affleck is, of course, playing Batman, and that is another movie thing that I can quote one of my favorite people, Patton Oswalt, about. Um, they're discussing the people who are all obviously the detractors about what they're calling Batfleck now, which is usually a bunch of fucking nerds. And they say, think he's not fit to play Batman. And Patton Oswalt comes to Ben Affleck's defense. He said, listen, he's like, this is not Geely Ben Affleck. This is not Paycheck Ben Affleck. This is... You know, the town, Ben Affleck. Yeah, this is a Argo, different dude. And, you know, all this creative guy who can bring all this to the table. And I think he will be carrying that movie. Plus, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor is a major fucking wild card. He could really fucking nail that. It has the potential to be amazing. DC is getting its ass stomped in the fucking theaters by Marvel. Marvel has been killing him. And for a while, especially in our youth, way before, you know, Aaron, DC was the only name in movies, you know. You had, I remember the old Batman, the old Spider-Man fucking movie from the 70s. It's oh, one of the God, most so awful good. fucking things I've ever seen in my life. 
See, I, I remember that. I don't know. I'm young, but my father's a, a huge superhero. There's also a series, too. Yeah, the series yeah. is the one I remember. I don't remember the movie. I remember the they series, made a, I guess. They made a movie out of the series. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was bad. It was just bad. But then there was awesome, there was an awesome cartoon. Mm-hmm. There was Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, which had one of the greatest theme songs of ever of all time. <laughs> see if you can punch see, that one up. See, who was his two amazing friends? I know that he had two amazing friends. Iceman from the X-Men and Firestar, a okay. created character for the it, show. Because it was like uh, Spider-Man with... Iceman, Iceman and Firestar. <laughs> that was great. And then the Hulk would make an appearance every now and then, inexplicably. <laughs> one time they had Wolverine and the X-Men on there. For some reason, Wolverine was Australian. I'll never get that one. <laughs> Guy's fucking Canadian. The old knucklehead. Since the whole Batfleck thing. Batfleck. Yes. Do you not hear Gilbert Gottfried in the back of your head the entire time? Anybody refers to <laughs> just <laughs> Batfleck. <laughs> Batfleck. <laughs> you, you, hear, you hear Gilbert Gottfried. I do. I, I, yeah, I <laughs> definitely hear Gilbert Godfrey. I hear Gilbert Godfrey most of the time. <laughs> He's awesome. I Here's Spider Man and his amazing friends. Circa 1980, I think. I have no earthly clue. I think it's 1980. Oh, that's about the age I was. Three, three to five. Dig it. It's currently on Amazon or uh, Netflix. His amazing friends. friends. That voiceover. And Firestar. That's a big old fire monster. Yeah. <laughs> then he turns him into ice and breaks him. I'm not even watching this. I just know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Wait, here it comes. I can hear it. Yep. <laughs> ice man. They just recently uh, outed. What a just badass. So seventies. Oh so seventies. Awesome. So can't believe awesome. you haven't seen that. I don't know how I missed it. It's fucking awesome. They have a they have a little thing in Peter Parker's in his house where he pulls this statue and it turns into equipment and shit. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Is it like his spider cave? Web? Wait a second. <laughs> rip off. Yeah, huge rip off. Ripped off Batman. But let's face it. You know, never mind. We're not uh, go into it. No, let's go. No, we'll get out the soapbox. <laughs> no, no, let's no. Get there's out no Chucky soap. Tater Sack Soapbox. Well, By the way, it. it's the Tater Sack. His soap it's, box it's the Tater Box. <laughs> it's not the soapbox. <laughs> He's got his Tater Sack box. <laughs> he, so just, he just stacks the sacks, <laughs> stands on top of them. <laughs> All right, here's uh, Chucky Tater Sacks rant. Okay, it's not really a rant, but let's just the, yeah, it the is. subject get fired up. The subject is the Marvel versus DC thing. Okay, Marvel's characters are meant to be flawed. Okay, they're meant to be human. They're meant to have these weaknesses and stuff. And then there's the DC characters who are gods. That's basically all they are. So 
you know, the, the big question is... The Joker's just crazy. He's not a god. Well, no, I'm saying... I mean, if Batman, in, Batman in, would just put In the a, pantheon of those, <laughs> of those superheroes. Of the superheroes. Pantheon. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just... They're gods. That's all they really are. So, you know, that, there's no wonder why, why the Avengers has been... And movies like that have been doing better at the box office. Because they're more relatable. They're more Do you like think us. the Suicide Squad has a chance? I think it has a chance. And I'm so sorry that was such a letdown of a rant. It was. Can you not say one angry thing? Um, let me think. Um, oh, uh, and that's been Chucky <laughs> Tater Sax's rant of the week. Promise I'll bring something to the table next week. I'll be pissed <laughs> off about it. Just, just give me some time. I want you to blow the lid off this motherfucking pillow fort. <laughs> let me get on Yahoo for about 15 minutes, and I'll find something that just pisses me off. That's old school Yahoo. Well, uh, you know, I just get on the I get on the feed there, and the uh, Kardashians or one of their ilk will pop up, and the next thing you know, we're off to rant land. So, what's your problem with the Kardashians? What's my problem with the Kardashians? Yeah. What's my what's my what benefit? Have you seen those asses? Yeah, them titties though, bro. That's one of my problems with them. <laughs> you know, They're just too beautiful. They are gorgeous women. So the fuck what? You know, there's lots of gorgeous women out there, and more gorgeous than them. You know, I'm I can't fucking stand them. They're just absolutely, they are soulless plastic morons who you, who do nothing with their wealth. In my opinion, I don't know them, but I think this is a prevailing opinion that they are horrible role models for young. I've got a daughter, and I don't want my daughter emulating them in any way, shape, or form, and. I think that most parents would agree with me about this one, you know. Um, now, this does not include Mr. Jenner, or now Mrs. Jenner, and I'm not even saying that to be mean. I'm saying that in... I think it's to be in re- the middle, Jenner. Would well, be, I'm trying he, to be respectful. Would it be Ms. Jenner now? The soon-to-be... No, aren't they? Are they they're divorced, Jenner. of course. But his last name is Jenner. Okay. And he's going to be a woman. Me, okay. He's going to be. Okay, I see mentor, what you're saying. Yes, and that's not meant to be funny. That's meant to be in respect to... You know that's that's a, that's an awful thing to have to deal with an identity crisis that that hard. You know what I mean? That, but ironically, that's one of the things that made him such a great athlete. Mm-hmm. Is that constant striving to try to another 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 thing that made him so great was that there was no black people in the decathlon. <laughs> Touche, sir. I mean, come on, there wasn't. So there might have been. Bill Burr with all white baseball. Up next to Matt Whitey Willoughby. He fires a shot out to Peter Peckerwood. <laughs> um, uh, you remember last week we talked about the Josh Duggar dude who uh, yes. diddled his sisters mm-hmm. and his uh, and a couple other kids. <clears throat> now, like all the uh, Republican candidates for president. In almost two years, are like coming to his defense. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like, what are you trying to do? Commit? They, I mean, good for hey, keep doing that, Republicans. Hey, listen, listen, keep doing that. That is a good idea. On a sidebar to people who actually think, <laughs> it's good for them to do that because we won't get a fucking candidate for fucking president out of the, such a clown car. And even if we do, and they elect him, check please. I'm moving the fuck out of this country. If if you can defend a child molester, run for office, and get elected, 
you're a fucking your your constituents are fucking idiots. Well, he fucking period. They're, they're saying like he he did it when he was fourteen, and everybody does weird th- does bad things. When Get the children. fuck out of here! And they didn't even try to punish him. It's just like, um, he should be. He should have to register as a sex offender for the rest of his life. Yes, and he doesn't have to because his parents are wealthy. He never got punished at all. Your American justice system at work, everyone. And do you think it stopped? Fuck no, it didn't. Do if you think he's not diddling his if, kids if, now? If you're a deviant, you remain a deviant. Period. Yeah. I mean, why do you think, you know, and we were talking about warrior ways to go out earlier. Mm-hmm. Guys, okay, and this this is meant to be taken for exactly how it sounds. A child molester who kills himself because he knows he's going to do it again has done himself and society a favor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And actually has earned a small token of respect from the fact that, like, hey, I'm that fucked up. I'm a, I'm a b- broken egg. I'm an uncooked egg. I just need to fucking get myself out of this situation. I hate uncooked Blow, eggs. Blows his fucking brains out. Good, good for, not really good for him, but good for society. And also for the fact that he had a, at least a small ch- small inkling of how terrible what he did was, you yeah. know. So and there's a there's whole communities of uh, people that are pedophiles that have never acted on their urges, but they still have the urges, but they've never acted on them. They have like support groups. What? Yeah, I've seen a documentary about it. Uh, they have like support groups <clears throat> trying to not. Fuck kids. They know it's wrong, but for some reason they get urges about it, and they're like, fuck, so they have to go to um, a support group, like a 12-step program, and they all talk about it, and they're like, fuck, what am I supposed to do? It just, it's just in my mind. My fucking head's broke. My brain is broken. And Well, they, they, well they, kudos for them for not doing it. Take the action of n- n- not doing it. Right, but kudos for them for not, for not doing it. But at the same time, I, I, I cannot wrap my head around, okay, we all find different things attractive, you know, and I'm talking straight, gay, whatever. You know, we all have things, and some some people would consider th- some things different. Some people would say that's gross, you know, whatever this this. But it's all consenting adults, you know what I mean? Even the you're gonna shit on somebody's chest. If that's your thing, buddy, pile on the fucking saran wrap and go to town. I always please. make them sign a waiver <laughs> before I do something like that. Yeah, but I'm saying the urge to have sex with an underdeveloped human being is just wrong. I mean, yeah, it's weird. Just, it's, just not, it's more than weird. It's just, it's fucked up. Yeah. It, I'm not going to, you know, I try to find parallels for disturbing behavior in low, lower animals because they are reflected. Like the, the biggest reflector, I don't care what anybody says. If you're a creationist, I'm sorry, but it's true. There are behaviors that chimps and gorillas and the, the higher primates exhibit that we have. Yeah, and that that in us have turned into things. I've thrown are, poop at Dutch exactly numerous times <laughs> while, while he's masturbating <laughs> to show his authority, and he's also smiling at you in, in as a threat, not as. <laughs> not as <laughs> oh, it's not an inviting <laughs> smile. But those things are true. Now they are reflected in human beings, and but our brains are so much more complex that we have, you know, systems of laws that become and morals and things that are applied to us. You know, it's really scary to think about if society takes a total shit and everything is destroyed, what's going to happen? I mean... Bedlam. (laughs) 
I love that fucking word. Absolute bedlam. Pandemonium. (laughs) It's going to be, the world will be fraught with peril. You'll pay for the seat, but you'll only need the edge. (laughs) (laughs) That was fucking brilliant. Well, in in Afghanistan, um, they have wives and stuff a lot of i don't know how many people are the percentage of this but uh wives are for reproduction and everything and boys are for fun are you fucking kidding yeah me? that's an actual thing and they have uh man love tuesday or some shit i've read this somewhere i have no sources to back it up but um man love tuesday yeah where they all bang each other but like seriously every rich and powerful dude will have his wife and his kids and all this but he'll have a little Boy side piece, I guess. And that's where they get their jolly jaws off. Well, see, but, you know, if you... Studying history, you know, the the Greeks especially are known for that. You know, they were known for being, quote-unquote, the originators of homosexuality, which is absolute fucking bunk. That's just not true. They might not be the originators, but I bet they perfected it. <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a major part of the culture because it, it was a culture that is the opposite of ours in so many ways. We worship the female form. The male form is rather unimportant. It was opposite for them. The Greeks worshipped male form. Like, the Olympic Games originally were com- competed in the nude by only men were allowed to attend. You know what I mean? Women, Can you imagine that nude wrestling? Dude, actually, it was called the Pancration. It was wow, pretty. Wow, it wow, was pretty wow, fucking brutal. Wow. No holds barred eye gouging, tearing out people's eyes and tearing off their ears and shit was actually considered legal. That's the that is the birth of MMA. Right. I wonder there. how many booners happened. <laughs> I know one's happening right now. <laughs> Woo! Pass the olive oil. <laughs> no, but um, are you sure you don't want to oil up? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I think you're going to want to oil up for this. <laughs> All right, penises. <laughs> I'm always oiled up. No, but, um, you know, but that's even homosexuality in, in that time was, I'm pretty sure, was just adults. You know what I mean? It was not, it was not permissible for a child to be, you know, used in such a way. I think that any culture that permits that and thinks it's awesome or whatever is not a good culture. I don't think. I don't think it's. Def- I don't think it's. I don't think that reason is assailable. You know. I don't think. Yeah. That- yeah there's really no defense for it. No, there's not. But we've been doing it for thousands of years. Go fuck your mother. Lots of people have been doing lots of things for thousands of years. That doesn't make them good. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. I mean, we we create systems of laws and have societies to make sure that our baser urges are not inflicted upon the populace. You know, I mean, if... Don't get sad. I'm not sad. I'm just (laughs) thinking about how fucking stupid putting a system into place is and then not abiding by that system, such as the now fucking, you know... We live in the United States, and one of the biggest things that we like to... throw out there to the rest of the world other than the fact we're the greatest fucking country on earth, which Lewis Black had at best. He's like, if you worked in an office and some guy kept on walking into your office and said, I'm the greatest fucker here! <laughs> About fucking ten days in, you'd fucking hate that guy. It would only take, well, I'm usually that guy, so <laughs> never mind. It would, it would really piss me off if somebody else started doing it, though. 
Well, then you got to fight them with nuclear weapons. <laughs> of course I will. But, but anyway, no. Um, but the whole thing, well, we're for equality and justice and all that stuff. Well, how do you defend legislating fucking uh, prejudice and, you know, the, the whole thing where, where they were going to legislate the fact that you could discriminate at a fucking business? You know, led, to legislate it? Is that not insane? I just, mean, just recently, Oklahoma tried, Republicans in Oklahoma tried to pass a law that marriage was only for religious people. What? Yeah, they tried to pass a law saying that in the state of Oklahoma, essentially, I didn't read the bill, but uh, marriage is only for religious people. Well, I'm sure that's a hop, hop skip, and a jump for Christian people, too, because they have a large population of Native Americans whose probably unions are not seen in the eyes of exactly. those fuckers yeah. as legitimate because they they dedicate themselves to a different God and a different understanding of the universe. So their link is apparently not co- is not cool in, in their worldview. That's so fucking stupid. Well, I mean... That's the kind of people we have running around here now. Coming from a Christian background, I can no, see f- that. No, I'm sorry. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. I can see that. I can... See, no, not like I understand and believe that at all, but I can see where the Christian belief would say, hey, marriage is strictly only under... God, our God. Fair enough. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not arguing for <laughs> Christians. I can see that you, you know, I can see that your, your, your point of view. But I believe. I mean, I, I don't believe that. I, I see that. I believe that I. Right. You know. I'm just saying that that to legislate it. Yeah. Is okay. You can believe something all you exactly. want. Exactly. Yeah. It's like Patton Oswalt said. He said, you know, you can believe something all you want. I can't march up to the fucking White House with a bunch of Green Lantern comics and say, I want a Green Lantern ring. <laughs> Make the thing in the comic here now. You can't do that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> Elena. All gay people shouldn't be shipped off to an island. That's terrible. That'd be one fun island. It'd be the most fun island. Can you imagine? I mean, everybody's how... everybody's fashion taste would be impeccable. Yeah. You would have a, pre- a prepared mojito once you uh, <laughs> arrived. <laughs> Anywhere you go, you're in a conga line. <laughs> There's a Charles Nelson Riley Film Festival every Sunday. <laughs> That's an island I want to go to. Hey, sounds like a lot of fun. I might create that island. See, and that's the thing that straight people need to understand. And I'm not trying to rubber stamp or anything, but <laughs> if we kick all the gay people out of society, what's our perc- our percentage of fun is going to crash. Oh, it's, it's going gonna- <laughs> to it's going to go down by fifteen to twenty percent. I'd say easy. And then you know what, Travolta himself, you know he's he's just yeah. he's even, good he's good for a chuckle, you even know? though he's in the closet. No, he's not anymore. He's not in the closet anymore. Did he come out as a gay? <laughs> but you can't be in the closet if, if everybody's in there with you when they <laughs> when, when they know what the fuck is going on. You go to the closet and him and Tom I'm Cruise straight. are making out. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> come on, we won't think any less of you, John. You're we in, really won't. You were in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, career made. That makes makes up for Michael. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Mm. (laughs) It's a wash. Dead heat. What was that movie where he got like hit by lightning? Phenomenon, which was actually a good fucking movie. I enjoyed that movie. That was a very good movie. He was on a roll there for a while. He made a bunch of good movies, but then he was, you know, but he was in that. And I don't care what anybody said. Those face-off movies are so fucking awful. 
You got him and Cage in one fucking film. <laughs> Jesus it was Christ! Great, I all, love that movie. All the overacting. Oh God! <laughs> it's wondrous. <laughs> Absolutely wondrous. God, John Woo. <laughs> John Woo. <laughs> he needs to have Ric Flair in one of his movies. We'll just call it Platinum Murder or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, you got to call it to be the man. You got to beat the man. The Ric Flair story. Hey, see, there's a. I was living in North Carolina. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Spin it round your head. Spin it like a helicopter. Go ahead. <laughs> but I was driving down the road. And I was going to work, so of course I was hating life. I was like, this day's going to suck. This day's going to suck. This day's going to suck. Then I heard the radio come on, and a very pleasant young man on the commercial says something very familiar. He said, I knew if I wanted to be the man, I had to beat the man. It's like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> and then a nice, pleasant young lady comes on and says, I wanted to learn such skills as limousine riding, <laughs> jet flying, <laughs> and I walk in. Kissed him. And, and next thing you know, here comes Ric Flair. Come to woo you! Woo! We, <laughs> it's wondrous. It was for the Carolina Educational Lottery. And he did a bunch of commercials, and they are the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. I'm enrolling in woo you tomorrow. <laughs> we got to see if we can punch that one up. See if they just type in woo you. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, but I didn't finish my story. From then on, that day was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing mattered. I just looked at everybody who challenged me and went, woo, woo you. Not seeing anything. Try Ric Flair, woo you. Ric Flair, woo you, you say. Yes, it was a wondrous commercial. I mean, it was... I see nothing. Well, that sucks. I probably should just try the Carolina Educational Lottery, Ric Rick Flair, but it was... I don't know. Plug in here real quick. It takes a lot to be the man. If you need to brush up on your styling and profiling, <laughs> even your knife hand chop, then you might be... <laughs> university material. <laughs> but if you think you're ready for the... <laughs> right now, then check out the... <laughs> Off game from the North Carolina Education Lottery. That's enough to make anyone say, Woo! Come on! Woo! And again! Woo! I need a Hispanic uh, Ric Flair in my life. Oh, Do you God. see the Hispanic Ric Flair? No! There's a Hispanic Ric Flair? In the crowd there. It was wondrous. Oh my God. My life is forever changed. Aaron, do you have a subreddit of the week? Sure. All right, let's go to the subreddit of the, the week. <coughs> R slash birds with arms. You heard that right, folks. R slash birds with arms. 
It's a good subreddit. Elaine, it was a good subreddit. I don't care. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. I know you don't have your own segment, but Aaron's he came up with that and we thought it was funny. <sighs> You're gonna have a lot of uh, talking to to talking to Elena to do. It might take more than one penis to calm this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God you were born with a side by side. He's got two of them. Side by side. The second one is just my thumbs hurt. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Interesting fact Andy Garcia was actually born with a parasitic twin on his face. Did you know that? Oh my God. <laughs> no. Is that real? Yes, it is. That's awesome. I looked, had, uh, I, I looked that one up. He had conjoined fetus mislexia? Yes. Because <laughs> it showed it on Family Guy. I said, I have to look that up if I have it's real. It's true. How about some love for Shoda Guy? And that big tooth. <laughs> <laughs> we reference Family Guy a lot on this show. Seth MacFarlane, we love you. You think he listens? No. He might one day. I think he listens. I hope he does. I hope people uh, remember the laughter. There's a new study that came out that uh, says that psilocybin mushrooms stimulate growth of new brain cells. Really? Yeah. For those that don't know, psilocybin mushrooms are the ones that make you see Jesus. I thought I mean just Jesus. Well, I mean you you can see whatever raw whatever. I mean, I was getting ready to say that's a pretty specific mushroom. That might be proof of the Christian God. Or if it's just whatever you were raised on, yeah. you know? The Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yeah. <laughs> Elf. Pizza the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> says the results were striking. Not only could psilocybin, <clears throat> the main active ingredient in psychedelic mushrooms, help them get over uh, their fear, because they, what they did was they shocked rats whenever there was a tone, mm-hmm. and um, then they would play the tone, and the rats would be scared again. But the ones that they gave psilocybin, where um, after a couple tones, they, they relaxed, and they're like, okay, everything's cool. But the ones that didn't take the psilocybin were still freaking out whenever they'd hear the tone. Poor rats. I know. But, you know, you got to test shit on somebody. Well, I understand. But do you think that the rats talk about that like, you know, like that's a job? Another and- day at the office, Clem. <laughs> <laughs> One, in the brain. One rat, one rat's mom. Yeah. <laughs> one rat's mom gets on his back because his brother's in a. Your brother's in a medical study. What are you doing? <laughs> Going through the trash. And you're shitting all over the floor. Look at those pebbles. <laughs> Murray's My- P- Murray's tested a rectal defun- dysfunction drug. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked a cat the other day. <laughs> I mean, did they go from uh, zero? I mean, we're, we, it's known that there's no new brain cells, correct? Can be formed. No. Right? You can form new neural pathways by learning. Brain cells. No. But no, I don't think. I think you have a limited number. So. Well, I mean, it says the results were striking. Not only could psilocybin, the main active ingredient in psychedelic mushrooms, help them get over their fear of the, the buzz, the, the tone. It promoted cell growth and regeneration in their brains. You know what else is they found out is uh, they did the rats and is pr- promoting uh, 
better health in older rats is they take blood from younger rats and inject it into older yes. rats. <laughs> it actually makes them younger. Uh, what's the queen? Can't... What's the queen that used to bathe in? I have no idea. Back in the she, day. It was a countess of some kind. Yeah, the countess. She would, yeah, she she would was, bathe in young yeah. ladies' bloods. So apparently she was on to something. <laughs> so, so kudos so, to her. So basically know. stem cells are the youth, the uh, fountain of youth. I don't think I said that, sir. I, I, I got to back away from I I, I can't. Well, it, I mean, it, if you have to have actual uh, baby blood, can you imagine the market of abortion babies? Well, no, I'm saying... I think human trafficking. Just so I, you I hate to, I hate to say this because I'm not a big, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist guy. I'm not, but knowing the amount, knowing human nature, and knowing people with wealth, as we all do, as horrible fucking people. You mean guys like me? Well, yeah. <laughs> so don't don't kill me for this, Dutch. Okay. Well, I mean, take that top hat monocle off, sir. I'm not going. I'm in the middle of saying. I'm something. not going to tell the Rothschilds and the Cokes, but. I mean, he does have an authentic Boone, Deer Boone uh, chandelier hanging in this pillow fort. Yeah. Class. Fucking class. I don't, that doesn't really have anything to do with uh, my Illuminati, Illuminati ties. But I'm just saying. I'm not saying necessarily the Illuminati, but I'm Upwards of $30. <laughs> Upwards of. Um, but I would not put it past some of, those, some of the people who have the money and the absolute power to... Harvest someone oh, yeah. and use them in, in such a manner. And the farming babies and the slaves are all working. If I had a womb, I would grow a baby for a few thousand dollars. You don't have a womb, but you got a womb broom there on your face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what does Elena think of the womb broom? Uh, it doesn't rash you that often. Okay, maybe. Good one, good one, Elena. <laughs> Fine point. No, but like the uh, the the Family Guy sketch when uh, Peter had a stroke, mm-hmm. then he travels to Europe or yeah, Europe and walks into the the stem cell clinic and walks out and he goes, "Why aren't we funding this?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I and I and I I don't know, man. I, there's so much. There are roads that can be gone down that are bad you know it's like you know you know what's creeping me out is the is technology like i was talking to my grandmother and i showed i just gave her a demonstration of siri and my mom too because my mom doesn't have an iphone they're not computer literate in in any way so i just said check this out and i asked siri a random question and on my phone siri is a british gentleman and Mm. he and he answered and he answered the phone he answered the question how proper He's like, Siri here. <laughs> I wanted to give him a cockney accent. What you want, governor? <laughs> you want to go up the apples and pears? <laughs> okay, that's my cockney. <laughs> but what, what, what about whenever you showed them how Siri they works? Were like, they were impressed, but my grandmother especially was kind of bothered by it, as in it's just way too much. It's... It's like they, they have that thing, Jibo. Have you seen the Jibo commercial yet? No. This robot that runs your home, and they're real. They're making them. Oh, I've heard about that. Yes, yeah. and it knows who you are, and it can lock your home down and ta- and teach your kids and all kinds. I'm like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Did there, did, is that a Cyberdyne system fucking 
placard on the side of that fucking thing? You know, does Skynet run this fucking thing? You know? It kind of sounds like the robot from Rocky Four. Yeah, that was the most pointless robot in movie history. It was Wasn't just it? like, hey, we got a robot. <laughs> Paulie's like, what are you, crazy? He's Robots like, over here teaching my kids. <laughs> I love you, Rock, but I took all your money. You know, Paulie, back to the movie thing, why did he fucking keep Paulie around? Paulie was Paulie, a piece of shit. I know, what <laughs> He tried to fight him when he started dating his sister. He fired him from the meatpacking plant. <laughs> then, with the one with Tommy Gunn, he stole all his fucking money. And he just kind of let him stay in the house. Oh, Paul, you didn't mean it. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house, you fucking idiot. I mean, there's only so much lovable loser I can take here. <laughs> I'm the champion of the world. You lost $400 million? It's ridiculous, Polly. Yeah, that was one unnecessary sequel, Rocky Five. Rocky Five, the Tommy Gun. Yes, it was awful. Yeah, that one was bad. Rocky Four was badass. Rocky Four was awesome. It had one of the most greatest training montages in history. Yeah, awesome power. <laughs> that might be my favorite training montage. Rocky Four is that the Russian? Yes. Okay. Ivan Drago. <laughs> I must break you. Yeah, Rocky Three was Mr. T, Clever Lang. Rocky Two was Apollo Creed again. Yeah. And he won. He won that time. Which was fucking stupid. And um Because a white guy beat a black guy in boxing. <laughs> <laughs> no, because here's the thing, okay. Movie because I, mean, I agree. I, I, yeah. <laughs> but movie and sports trivia in one here. Rocky is based on the true life story Rocky Marciano, of, right? uh, no, of Chuck Wepner. Chuck Wepner fought Muhammad Ali. Chuck Wepner was an amateur boxer. But he was a decent one. But he had gotten kind of long in the tooth. You know, and Muhammad Ali wanted a, a, <clears throat> a fight where he was going to fight a regular guy. You know what I mean? Or it was, a, it was a promotion of some kind, I think. And Chuck Wepner went the fucking distance. Mm. And, like, fought and took Muhammad Ali and, like, almost knocked. He didn't ever knock him down, I don't think. But he, d- he wore his ass out just through sheer bloody-minded toughness and his ability to keep wading forward. You know what I mean? He was a tough fucking guy. He's a longshoreman. You know what I mean? And he was just some fucking guy. And it was that's what the movie's based on. On any given day, if a guy has more heart than you, he can win. Now, when you have all the permutations about fighting the fucking Russian, even though I liked it, and fighting Clubber Lang, you know, don't like Mr. T. But anyway. How do you not like Mr. T.? Because he pities me. I'm a fool. <laughs> I don't want your pity, Mr. T. Stop pitying me. But, um, no. <laughs> I understand. But I'm saying, you know, Sylvester Stallone is a guy who never knows well enough. He's like the slow burn joke. Yeah. But he never really gets it. The yeah, there's never a punchline. You know, no. Even though at the end, did you see Rocky Balboa? Yeah. Fucking good. It's pretty good. It's really good. It's pretty good. The Rambo movie was good, too. I haven't seen it. I enjoyed the Rambo but movie. But holy shit, those old Rambo movies, what lumps of shit. Go back and watch them again. They're fucking terrible. Are they as bad as like the Chuck Norris series, Missing in Action? 
not possible, sir. <laughs> I liked them when I was a kid, man. <laughs> I remember going to see Invasion USA in the movie theater. <laughs> I remember any of that. And guys, loving it. Remember the movie Sidekick with uh, Chuck Norris? Yes. No. Yeah, the villain was Joe Piscopo, wasn't he? Yeah, Joe Piscopo. <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit that guy is. <laughs> I know, right? He still makes his living off of a fucking Frank Sinatra impression they did in 1982. Yeah, I know, and then had the temerity to fucking suggest that... Uh, Phil Hartman's impression was somehow disrespectful. I'm like, you know what? His impression was funny. Yours is not. Yeah, you're. You were just trying to sing. Yeah, and be buff. Phil, yeah, Phil Hartman got, was Phil take, Hart- taking the piss out of him. <laughs> Piscopo, he did get really buff there for a while, didn't he? Yes, he did. He, but that, oddly enough, that coincided with the destruction of his career. Hmm. Nobody wants, you know, and it's not. I, I'm just gonna say. Chris, it's it's a tragedy that Chris Farley knew that if he had lost weight and gotten in shape and all kind of stuff, he wouldn't have been funny anymore. He knew that. Yeah. And he was not happy with himself. So he was stuck in a constant loop. That's why he would go from being happy to being sad, being happy to being sad. People who are heavy d- depend on it, you know, when they use, the, use it in their comedy. Who are they when you take away their identity? That's the sad part. Belushi. I think Belushi went through that too. He wasn't even that big. No, he wasn't. But he was. But his size, you know. And also, here's a little bit of. I, I'm full of useless information today. This this go around. Belushi was an all state linebacker in high school. Really, he got a college scholarship to play football at Northwestern. I think it was. Fact check that. But I'm pretty sure that it's that that's true. He was fu- he was athletic. He's a good fucking football player. And Farley was too. There's old videos of Farley. He's fucking cleaning up. Knocking motherfuckers on their ass. He was a badass. He was. You could definitely tell you that he was a very athletic dude. Yes, because uh, all the shit. They well, did. they. That's why he felt so. I think such a kinship to Belushi because they were very similar men. There's a a a, a an extra scene like a cut scene from uh, Tommy Boy, mm-hmm. where uh, Chris Farley runs through an entire parking lot, setting off all the alarms on the cars, and then he does this step back to get the last car, and they cut it because he said. That's not Chris Farley. That was that was Belushi. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. <clears throat> that was on the Holy Schnikes edition of the. Man, DVD. he was so fucking young. He's only he'd only be like sixty six now. Who Belushi? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? God, too and, bad. Know, too and, bad because fucking Jim Belushi took over and. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of ran that name he, into the ground, didn't he? He rode according the wave of Jim, his death. According to Jim, wow, what a lump of shit. Oh, him, him and well, his co- shenanigans. Every according to week. Dutch, that show can go fuck itself. <laughs> According to Chuck, that was quite hilarious. <laughs> I can't really find anything about what he uh, his football stuff, but I'm just going to take your word for it. Well, I saw it on uh, the E True Hollywood Story. They were talking about Belushi. Somebody watches a lot of E. I did before it turned into a Kardashian fest. God, back to the Kardashians, Jesus. Well, fuck them and fuck Kanye West too. Fuck you, Kanye. Kanye West. You think Kanye listens. West listens? He better. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do if he doesn't? Well, he's going to come storming in here with his posse one day and try to fight all of us. Mm, depends on his posse, honestly. If We've he, got Elena. Oh, all we yeah. got to do is throw her outside. Fucking vicious. His posse versus our pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Not a Kanye fan. No. Not a Kanye fan at all. I'm currently looking at 
pictures of birds with arms. <laughs> <laughs> You're really fascinated with that, aren't you? You can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Where do you it. find these fucking things? Just the internet. It's Ooh. wonders. All right. Here's some local news. Okay. Golly Bridge police officers pled guilty to writing fake tickets. Yes. Vindication. Revenge is sweet, you fucks. Is anybody going Thanks to get for their destroying money back? that fucking town. I'm just going to go on record as saying uh, the two people that I'm not even going to dignify them with their names. Uh, the two people that uh, pled guilty were motherfucking cunts. There was a third one that hasn't. There's a pending investigation. I thought they, what in an FBI investigation? Yeah, and the FBI and came in and everything, and it's still going on. I mean, how how do those you know? And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. My grandfather was mayor of that town for like its entire existence, incorporated existence until his death. You know, he got it incorporated. Then he was mayor. Then he ran largely uncontested because he was such a good guy for the town. I always said it. I waited. I wanted one of those fuckers to pull me over and say, my grandfather was Charlie Keenan. I just want you to know that you fuckers are making him spin in his grave like a top. You are destroying this fucking town. And they did. They fucking succeeded. Yeah. They got a fucking... They got a fucking uh, they, I'm surprised they didn't have a fucking police chopper up in that fucking Dude, place. they had a fucking SWAT van. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the fucking the SWAT fuck? van? And there's eight, there's ten drug addicts in the fucking town. You don't, you can't t- trying to tell me you don't know who they are? You know who they are. Chances are you heard of them. Chances are you of, know them. I mean, chances of, are you gave them a ride out of Scrabble Creek a few times. <laughs> what are there, 300 people maybe that live in that town? Maybe, maybe, maybe. now. And you know, the, the sad part about it is that was a town... Gollybridge High School was a, was a school that John F. Kennedy came to and spoke at. It was a school that uh, was excellent in so many ways. James Warren, who was the band director, played with the greats. He played with Dizzy Gillespie and Duke Ellington and all these people. This is a school like that, a school that was so committed to excellence. And the fact is, is that fucks like that and the, like the fucking Board of Education up there at fucking Fayetteville have destroyed it. They have destroyed that fucking town. And they're trying to destroy more, actually, the Board of Education. They're yeah. Trying to- uh, consolidate like Fayetteville, Meta Bridge, uh, Midland, Trail. and Oak Hill. Meta Oak Bridge Hill. are basically in another fucking Meta Bridge county. is so the fuck far away. I know those kids will have to be in a bus for two fucking hours. Are you shitting me? As somebody who rode the bus for an hour and a half, it's not fun. No, dude, and that's what I'm saying. They they don't give a fuck. They they, and I don't see it's it's not even dollar signs. I, I just think they do it just because they can because some dumb fuck needs to do something in his job. Well, we should consolidate through these fucking schools because I need something to do this week. Go fuck yourself. Get a mistress. Hit your kid. Do fucking something. Explore internet porn. There's yes, so much there's out there. So much out there. And it's and none of it's bad. I think the pillow fort would rather you explore internet porn than hit your kid. Yeah. I was saying, please that, don't hit your kid. I was, that was a joke. I'm not God damn, <laughs> don't hit your kid. <laughs> I was saying, hit your kid for being a an idiot or something. <laughs> so Charles condones violence against children. Let's get into that, Charles. When did this start? Never. How many kids have you hit? None. Okay. I, I reach over and I pull the light bulb over your head. <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> Can't prove anything. <laughs> no, I, I, I knew, and the fact that they were so 
fucking arrogant and cavalier about it. You Very know? nonchalant. Yeah, just, eh, I'm going to write you a fucking ticket because I know you'll have to pay it because I run this fucking place. You know, you can't let people like that. You cannot people let, you cannot let people with impunity walk the, 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 the halls of power. You yeah. can't let them do that. Those, those dudes are prime examples of people that shouldn't be cops. Exactly. Have you been pulled over by one of them? No. I am. I've lived there my entire life. They know the vehicles that I drive. All the cops did. I threw my hand up at them as I was cutting grass. All that stuff. I was bringing my mom's car home one evening. I think I took it to school. The Carver. Yeah. Career Center. Did, you, did you bang in the backseat of it? No. Let's make this story more interesting. Did you bang in the backseat of it? <laughs> yes. But uh, What position? Zoggy style cowgirl, reverse cowgirl. It, well, it had to be... Uh, Pile driver. It had to be cowgirl because I'm too big to... I just lay there and... <laughs> you're, I'm you're, not physically... Your chuffiness. Able. Yeah, my chuffiness is... But uh, a fuse blew... And I rode home the entire time through Smithers, through everywhere. Windows down and my blinkers on, going like 10 miles under the speed limit. I get in the Golly Bridge. I go 20. I go 15, you know, trying to get up Scrabble Creek without lights because my headlights went out. Yeah. And uh, he What a pull- terrible fucking fuse to blow. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Shit. I'm, I made phone calls. I was like, I'm heading home. I have no head. It's nighttime, you know, and. And uh, he pulled me over. The nighttime is not the right time for that to happen. <laughs> Indeed not, sir. And uh, gave me a ticket and explained to the uh, the mayor at the time, because we uh, argued against it, the ticket, that I called him man and not sir, and he didn't like the disrespect. Oh, go fuck yourself, <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. That is so... He walks up f- to the window, I'm like, what's the problem, man? Like that, and gave me a ticket for it. Surprised he didn't fucking tase you. <laughs> they just got a new tase. They got a fucking try out on the fucking guy. God damn! What a f- what a what a you know. T- I take it back. That guy is officially the first. Who is this fucker? We can't say his name anyway. But I'm saying you are officially, and you know who you are through Aaron's story. You are officially the Pillow Fort Radio's cunt of the week. Who was the previous the first one? That idiot yeah, with the snowball go. senator, but there we go. I yeah. think that trumps it. That what's a what's a good uh, theme for cunt of the week? How about the uh, the graduation march? Da, 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 da. Because you have achieved something, sir. How you are now a cunt. About. I don't know because that sounds like the Count's music on Sesame Street, and I like mm. the Count. He wasn't a cunt. All right, let's try. Stop. Have a time. <laughs> <laughs> Not a cunt either. Just remarkably stupid with his buddy. Well, that's what you felt every time you drove through that town. So that's apropos. Oh, I, I got it. That's a really long one, huh? Shut up. Um, he gave you that ticket because you you didn't call him sir, and it made him feel like a mouse. <laughs> you know what Aaron's response was? That was your response. That's, that's Aaron's response. <coughs> so, uh, 
pretty pretty big episode. Cunt, cunt of the week. We that are. fucking cunt cop from Golly Bridge. The worst. They're the worst. Uh, he should have fucking left in handcuffs. Yeah, no shit, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. How can they evade? I think they find how them. How can they evade prosecution? They were suspended for I don't know how long. It was just suspension. I know, Elena. And they were fined one hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. You're fucking <laughs> kidding me. Jesus, <laughs> you're fucking kidding me. And nobody, and nobody that they wrote tickets up on is going to get any money back from the town of Gully Bridge. Town of Gully Bridge doesn't have any money. Yeah, because you went, have to have commerce. Because it went to uh, a uh, a new carport, <laughs> a, a new boat, gazebo, a new gazebo. It went to. For who? I'm, I'm starting to get specific now. New and mayor. I'm, I'm going to get off of this. Not the new mayor. The last mayor. I'm going to get off of this one. Getting too okay. specific. Never mind. We don't have to yeah, discuss we can that. Cut some of that out. Yeah. I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> Cunts need to be fucking outed. Well, we'll talk about the cop. Well, no, no, you know. I'll, and as far as me saying there's no commerce, that wasn't meant to be mean. That was saying it as in there's no commerce because the cops have killed all the commerce commerce in the fucking town. Yeah, because people go out of their way to fucking avoid it. And their biggest cheerleader was the mayor. Why the fuck? Every day on their ass, write tickets, write tickets. In 2002, I think they had 84 speeding tickets for that year. And then in 2003, they had something like 260 speeding tickets for the year. It's really picking up the production. That's fucking ridiculous. Uh, you, I mean, we can. I mean, on that article that you had pulled up there, said. I mean, it showed you. If it's the same article I read, but that's that's fucking ridiculous. Bunch of miserable twats. Again, a town. You know, I've been wanting to write something about that about the. The birth, death, birth, life, and death of a town, and I got to watch. I got to be part of when I was very young, seeing it's the beginning of the slide. You know what I mean? Like my dad and my mom went there. Like Golly Bridge in the '60s, especially, especially when my papa coached Golly Bridge in football. They were fucking badasses. They beat everybody like a drum. You know what I mean? They beat Charleston Catholic so bad. To my, to my understanding, Charleston Catholic had a great football team, and they were single A or no, not single A. I can't remember what classification it was then, but the same size as Golly Bridge. Papa was beating them so fucking bad that he had to put guards at quarterback and tackles at tailback <laughs> to keep the fucking score down because that's how good Golly I've Bridge heard, was. I've heard stories about that from a uh, guy at work that uh, went there and yeah. played, who went to Golly. Yeah, yeah. And it's and you know that was a school that was the heart of the town. That is what that's like America. You know what I mean? The the high school that town lived for that high school, and then just slowly it just got whittled away. And I and I tell you what they waited for, especially the board. And fuck you to uh, Fayette County Board of Education. Fuck you. Um, they waited for my papa to die mm-hmm. when he finally passed away of cancer. They they waited for that. To shut that town down, I don't. I can't say that with. I can't say it with any amount of proof, but I can say it with absolute certainty if that means anything. He was too much of a personality. He's too strong, and I know they waited. They're like, he's sick. We'll wait. We'll shut Golly Bridge down when he dies, and that's what they did. And they couldn't even get it shut down right after he died. He died my senior year, and it took him like another ten years to do it. Jesus, you know. So it, you know, but they kept 
putting it in people's heads so much that people were ganking their kids out and sending them to other schools because like we don't want to send them to a school that's going to shut down. That was a, a scale. That was a case of Gordon Gecko esque speculation. Is what that fucking was. We're going to create a situation by giving people information. It's sort of like the secret. You put it out there and it comes back to you. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> I mean, maybe that fucking shit does work. What is it? The secret. Is that a? Is that a? That's a movie, right? It's. It's like a. It's about a garden that's hidden in a backyard. That's the secret garden. No, the secret's like a. a uh, oh, the fucking book. It's like a book, and they made like a documentary movie about yeah. how to how to put positive things out in the world, and it'll come back to you. Yeah, you got to make your list. You of, make a dream board yeah, or yeah. whatever. That sounds kind of awesome. It doesn't work. Doesn't work. Tried it. No, no never tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to. Not stupid. Fair enough. Okay. You guys uh, want to call this and quits? Yeah, we call dude, it a fucking episode. Yeah, we're like what two hours in? About an hour fifty-ish. It's close. Whatevs. Great app. Yeah, but I think we had fun. What do you? Well, what do you think about it, Elena? <laughs> yeah. Indifferent, really. Yeah. As always. I mean, yeah. yeah. She's never one to put out an opinion. All right, my sweet baby cuties. Just want to say thank you for listening. Hi, Matt Shelton. We know you listen. Jeremy Morston, I know you listen. Kanye West. Kanye West, what up? Adam West. (laughs) You're welcome on the show anytime, sir. Oh, Diane Franklin. Rick Santorum. Jesus Christ. (laughs) This has been episode five of Pillow Fort Radio. We love you.